welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad that you're with me today. Every single week on this show, I have the privilege of chatting with a girlfriend about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. I want to thank today's sponsor for the show, and it is Seiko. Seiko Designs is an ethical fashion brand that makes beautiful, versatile sandals, bags, and accessories. I have their crossover slide sandal. I have their ribbon sandal. I have a bracelet from them. I basically just love them. The thing that's also so great about them, not only do they have awesome product, is that every single product that Seiko makes, it's helping to send a woman in Uganda to college through their work-study program that matches the women's wages with a scholarship towards college. Guys, this is shopping that gives back. This is something that you can trust. You can put your money towards something that's making a difference. You can buy Seiko online at SeikoDesigns.com or through your local Seiko fellow. And if you're interested in joining the Seiko team and helping to further their mission to educate and empower women in Africa while earning an income and free product, you can learn more about the Seiko Fellows program on their website. Coolest thing about this today is that they are giving you a discount. Use the code HAPPYHOUR for 15% off your purchase. SeikoDesign.com and I'll have the link on my webpage if you need it. So today's show is special because I actually have two friends joining me today, and that's something that's kind of rare on the show, but you love them and I love them, and Rachel Hollis and Jen Hatmaker are both here with me today, and we're talking about so much fabulous stuff, and of course, we laugh and talk about the ridiculous things in life, like cats and travel and what to pack and all kinds of stuff, but our main conversation is about our upcoming trip tomorrow to Ethiopia together. We're excited to share this trip with you today as we talk about it. And we really hope that you'll join us on social media and follow along, and we'll tell you all about what's coming up in this episode. Today, I want to ask if you'll just do me a favor, if you'll subscribe to follow me on Instagram. It's my favorite social media platform. Love it so much, but especially now as we head off to Ethiopia, Instagram is where I'm going to share so much stuff from my trip, and I would love for you to be able to follow along. I'm over there at at Jamie Ivey, J-A-M-I-E-I-V-E-Y. Okay, guys, here is my conversation Rachel and Jen. Enjoy. Uh, Hey guys, this is a special, awesome, amazing happy hour because I have two of my friends and also two, just to let you guys know, two of the most favorited listened to guests of the happy hour ever. Woo, fancy. That feels, yeah, super fancy. So welcome Jen Hatmaker and Rachel Hollis to the happy hour again. Thanks for having us. Jen, you've been here 18 times and um, (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, this is your third Yes. I mean, with the live show. Y'all were both at the live show, which was amazing. Okay. And by the way, tickets just recently went on sale for the live show. And so I hope people are going to come. And you, can you guys just tell them how awesome it was? I mean, it was the most awesome. I'm not asking you to do this, but I mean, you're my friend and you had fun, right? It was the most, I mean, I'm, I would say this, even if you weren't listening to me, it was one of uh, my favorite Oh my gosh, one of my favorite nights of this year so far. So yeah. incredible. Also the food. I mean, I know that's not the point, but I know. Kind he throws of down in the kitchen. Part of the point. Yeah, the point <laughs> is Aaron <laughs> Ivy is going to be back at it again. Yeah, it was super magical. I'm so glad you're doing it again. I I loved it because it was s- so many interesting people and mm-hmm. it wasn't an enormous group. It was small enough to basically talk to everybody yep. and beautiful and the food and the company. I mean, to me, it was a dream. So yeah. um, what your listeners need to know is once tickets go on sale, they better act fast. I know. They're probably they're like, yeah. they were gone. They will right? sell out. Yeah. They were gone yeah. in like 12 minutes. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. And who is, who's your lineup this time? You know, um, oh, it's a T, is it a TBD? It's TBD. Ooh, I like a secret lineup. That I know. Great. And I just need to make get a couple more things in <laughs> plan to make sure it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is going to be fun. They're both coming in from out of town. And so that's super sweet of them and all that. Is it Justin stuff. Timberlake? Is it Michelle it's, Obama? It's both of those. Okay. Holy guys. I, I can't keep anything so from good. y'all. I Can you imagine that lineup? Okay. Oh my gosh. If Justin Timberlake came to my house. Okay, First if of all, Obama came to your house, I would <laughs> I know, that too. But if Justin Timberlake came, like, I think that Aaron and I would both, like, have crushes on him. I'm, and who could blame you? <laughs> right. I mean, we would just be all up, not Fair. all up on that, but you know what I mean, guys. Okay. <laughs> we went downhill I really quick. <laughs> um, okay, guys, this is a fun show because the three of us, plus a dude, and we'll tell you more about that in a minute, the three of us are flying to Ethiopia tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. That's so random that we're all flying <laughs> Ethiopia. It's a pretty random fact. Absolutely. Okay. So um, this show comes out on a Wednesday like all the happy hours do. And literally on Thursday, we will all meet up in Ethiopia, which I've never been to Ethiopia. Rachel, have you been? 
No, I haven't been either. I thought that you guys definitely had. So now I feel better I'm not the only one who's never gone. Jen obviously has. She has two kids from there. But I have been to Uganda. That's the only country okay. in Africa I've been to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where have you been, Girls, Rachel? you're going to fall so hard. Where have you, have you been to East Africa, Rachel, at all? No, I've um, never been to Africa. Oh. I know. No, I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so Jen, I've heard you tell people before, once you go to Ethiopia, you're just in love. Why? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really true. Uh, in fact, every time we go and we, we typically go to Ethiopia about once a year. Um, I, every time we go, I tell Brandon, pretty sure I could live here. And he's like, I don't like when you talk like that, like, <laughs> every time I say stuff like that, our lives get, um, yeah. and so it's just dreamy. You guys, I mean, the first time I went to Ethiopia, I was um, I was going as an adoptive parent. And so I was coming from like the orphan crisis side of things. And so um, the whole narrative that I had really studied and digested up until that point um, came at it from a parenting side of things. And so I was prepared to be in Ethiopia and feel really sad, right? Mm. And really overwhelmed and really burdened, you know, just by the poverty and by the the orphan crisis there. And you, And you do feel those things to some degree, but what I was not prepared was to feel basically entirely delighted. Like, mm. oh, like just, I don't know what to say. It's just, there's something really special there. And it's like the seed of civilization, first of all. So the history there is ancient, really. And um, then this, the music and the food and the vibrancy. And I think I've told you this, Jamie, for sure. But one of my favorite things about Ethiopia that you guys will see, and I'm here to tell you right now, you will actually participate in is that it is incredibly affectionate. And so... Oh, I love it. I love, love, love all of it. Everybody holds hands. The boys hold hands <laughs> with the boys. The girls hold hands with their girlfriends. Everybody puts their arms around each other and just walks down the street. You kiss constantly. Kiss, kiss, kiss. It's three kisses. Y'all get practiced. All right. And it is so dear to me and darling and charming that I can't stand it. And so what you will see of me, and this will be the last I say about it, but is that when I'm in Ethiopia, <laughs> y'all, I'm such a weirdo. I keep... I, I, I try to just like get close to whoever I'm standing by and, and try to be real subtle. And I just like slide my hand. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Jen Hattaker, like, you're taking oh, this friendship Ethiopia. to the next level. Yes. Yeah, I just want to hold your hand. Cause here I'm we in. are. I don't care who you are. And I just try to act like it's fine. And so anyways, I'll probably weirdly hold your hand at some point. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't wait. Your lips to God's ear. I can't wait. You're going to love um, it. Are I, I like kissing and I'm not talking about like, just like kissing yeah. my husband. I do like that as well. But like, I'm a kisser, like girlfriends, yeah. like I see you, Jen kiss yeah. on the cheek. Right. Every, I yep. love it so much. And that's something that was kind of new to me in the last couple of years. We have these friends, the Garzas and yeah. th- their name, you can tell that they have come from a different culture than probably I grew up in. And they're kissers. Uh-huh. Like they kiss every time they see each other on the cheek, you know, nothing crazy. Um, and I love it. So I think I'm going to love that. Oh, yeah. you'll be kissed within an inch of your life. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> Rachel, are you a kisser? I am. I'm like a one, I'm a one cheek kisser. Um, I have um, had the, the pleasure of traveling quite a bit with Dave because he has to travel so much for work. And when you go to Europe or when you go to South America, it is like, are we doing two? Are we doing three? So I'm glad you've clarified it's three kisses. I'll be prepared. Every time. So it's okay. one cheek, other cheek, and then back. That's right. Exactly. Okay. I can do that. Because I would have stalled out halfway. Like, I would have. Yeah. yeah. You just give a one, then you have this you have this moment where they will pull back in like, whoa, bro, you cut me short. <laughs> like, I had two left to give you, and I'm going to get yes. Yeah. And yeah. you know what happens we were not when you don't know what you're doing is you end up in the middle, and then you end up kissing on the lips accidentally. <laughs> right. It's just, it happens. Do you have any family members who kiss on the lips and shouldn't? Uh-huh. Like, where it's just like, oh, aunt... Aunt Ruth. Whoa. All right. That's what we do here. Okay. You're 70. Well, we've got a couple family members who weirdly kiss on the lips, but y'all have boys. And I've said this before and I have boys and I, okay. First of all, if my dad tried to kiss me on the lips, I would vomit, but I I, I, I kissed my dad right on the lips. See, I knew that you did. I knew it. Right on. But you know what? Do you kiss Gavin and Caleb and Ben on the lips? They won't let me, but I would. It's not that I don't want to. I'm all here for it. Me too. I'm showing up for the lip kiss, but they're not having it. But I kiss them all over all the rest of them. I just, I, I hope I want my kids to love Jesus. I want them to love the world and I want my boys to kiss me forever. (laughs) I don't know if it's a, it's a false expectation, but I I want it. You can create your own kissing culture in your family. They're still young. (laughs) 
you're they're impressionable and you're their boss. So if you want to kiss them on the lips, you pay for their lives. You've earned it. And Jen, when Gavin, when you when you drop him off at Texas Tech, I want you to go in for the kiss on the lips. That's I'm not afraid to, and I probably will. It's going to be my finest moment that moment. Oh, okay. So we're all going to Ethiopia. Rachel's never been anywhere in Africa. I've been to one country, Uganda. Um, before we get to what we're going to be doing there, and Jen, I want you to speak to that a lot because you have done this trip before, and you're a huge fan of the organization that we're all traveling with. I need you, Jen, to tell us what is the thing that we have to pack in our bag to travel mm-hmm. To the country or all of the Ethiopia. things we need to or pack. all the things i i am so i yes i need to know all the things mm-hmm. okay so i'm going to say the, these two things to you and they are impaired i don't care if you bring underwear like if these <laughs> are the two things that if you do not bring you will be so sorry and i'm here to tell you what they are number one please trust me on this earplugs Please believe oh, yeah. me that I'm, I have just selected that as one of your most important items. And I'm so serious. You need them for the plane yep. and you need them for living there because like, I don't know how to say this without being crude, but it just seems like every night when you're sleeping in Ethiopia, there's some sort of like rooster group sex activity <laughs> going on outside of your room. No, I'm serious. I was not expecting that. Okay. So, like a rooster Some orgy sort of gathering of the roosters and it's okay. chickens. Maybe it's okay. squawky and you're like, I don't know what's happening, but earplugs and the other one. And I just want to tell you that this is going to, I don't need to explain it. I'll just tell you, I know by experience and you'll understand is that you need to pack yourself some Imodium AD. Just pack it. Yes. Okay. Just I pack actually it. got a prescription for mm-hmm. just in case that should happen. And I feel like if it happens to someone else, I could probably sell those pills to you guys for like, oh. what, like $30 a pill? Exactly. It feels like I could make some money like, on this trip. Capitalism here. Yes. Oh. It's just real. That's not one of the things you want to have accidentally forgotten should yes. you need it. Yep. Maybe mm-hmm. you never open the package. Maybe yep. you're smart. Maybe you don't brush your teeth. It's an umbrella. Shower. It's <laughs> an umbrella. You pack it just in case you won't just, need it. It's just an in case. But if the in case happens, it's yes. so dire. I mean, it is so dire oh, that I can't yes. even, I don't, we're just going to leave it at it. Okay. So after that, you guys, I don't care what you bring. Okay. We're um, good. Those, those two uh, things will save you. Did now, um, are you guys doing, cause I'm doing this whole, like I'm getting shots. I'm taking the typhoid medication. Is that like a normal, this is a normal thing that we do or am I just, this is my doctor's being insane. Well, since I haven't, I haven't visited my doctor about this particular <laughs> trip. Okay. Do, we ha- do we have to show a shot to get into the country? Because you do no. in Uganda. Okay. No. I'm good then. Right? Well, let me tell you the hat maker approach. I've been to Haiti like 85 times. Yeah. Oh, okay. nothing's happened to me Just yet. A sub- um, the hat maker approach is we, we, we follow two paths. Um, if your name is Brandon Hatmaker, you get... Every shot that has ever been invented. Yeah. That's, Even if it's just like experimental, and it's, <laughs> you get it. And you take the diarrhea pills. You take the malaria pills. Yes. You ha- you bring essentially a pharmacy. Yes. If you're Jen Hatmaker, you do nothing. You just you drive just, like, to the airport with and it. fly to Ethiopia. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping that everything is fine. And it is. I'm like so. you, Jen, and it's going to be great that Brandon will be there. So in case, and Rachel yeah. will have her medicine, yeah. Brandon will have, have his. Yeah, just, you know, we'll just use use their medicine. It's true, and I have used his medicine, and he's like, "You make fun of me until you need me," and I'm like, "You're right. That's right. called marriage. Yep, that's and marriage. That's exactly right." You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Oh, okay. Well, we are traveling to Ethiopia with Help One Now. And Jen, you're on the board of Help One Now, aren't you? Yeah. And I've seen you do, I mean, I've seen you guys do some phenomenal stuff. Y'all did some great stuff in a country that's dear to my heart in Haiti a couple of years ago. Um, And now y'all have started doing a lot of great work in the country of Ethiopia. Um, And what I love about Help One Now, a lot of things, but one of the things I really love, and it's going to be a big focus for this trip that we're about to go on together, is the idea of family empowerment. Um, And I think that that's something that the three of us are passionate about and, you know, Rachel is in the process of foster to adopt. Jen, you've adopted internationally. I've adopted internationally. And I think it's a great space for us to be in because we can say, hey, we see the need for adoption. But, hey, let's all let's wake up a little bit and say that we see a really big need for empowering families to stay together. Mm -hmm. And so is that something that kind of brought you to help one now as a place where you said, hey, I want to stand behind this organization? I love that. Yes. And let me just say, first off, I'm so glad, excited, thrilled, and grateful that you're both coming. I really am. I um, feel like this is a really precious people group that I feel I love and adore. I'm so invested in and I'm careful. Like, I just want to be so careful about who we entrust their story to. And I trust you both. And I'm so glad that you're coming. And I'm so anxious for your people to meet these people and to love them like you will. And that like I do. And so thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of busy, busy, busy life um, for this. It's just going to be phenomenal. And so in terms of help one now, um, I have learned, I would say, the majority of every good thing I know about international community development from Help One Now. Um, I sort of came into that space pretty much like as clueless and ignorant as a person could be. Um, all just rose-colored glasses, starry-eyed, oh, let's just help people, you know, like dumb stuff dumb people say. And um, what I, ha- I have learned, all my best practices from the Help One Now model and the way that they engage vulnerable communities and the way that they empower local leaders. It's absolutely fundamentally changed me. It's changed the way that I use my influence. It's changed the way that I travel. It's changed the way that I that we spend our money and what we fund. And so um, what I, I'm excited about your listeners to hear, I'm so glad they're going to come along with us and follow us on this trip. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, Family empowerment um, is is where Brandon and I, at least, have decided we're. This is where we're throwing our weight the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and absolutely, as we all agree, there's a place for adoption. Clearly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how how special, how right to come alongside a vulnerable family and say, rather than simply. Um, supporting adoption, which is an answer to a tragedy that has already happened, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A disruption, an abandonment, um, a child, you know, it, sort of in the throes of poverty. What if we came alongside these families um, in a, as they are struggling, shore them up and empower them to stay together? That's mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely best. And that's precisely what we, you guys are going to be doing here. And that's our initiative. Um, as we go to Waleta, which is a really precious and wonderful village in Ethiopia. And we are going to identify and come alongside families, um, who are incredibly vulnerable and we're going to do everything in our power, um, 
to, to get them on the bottom rung so they can start climbing and keep their families together. This is just amazing. And I, I love this whole concept and everything that we're going to be doing. And um, we are going to go in, just like Jen said, and we're going to meet people. And Jen, you've seen this model work already, which I think is like, it's great for us to come in, Rachel and I, and we've never seen this. We've never seen on the ground this model I'm speaking for you, Rachel, but I don't think, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming no, that you haven't. Have yeah. Not. So we've read about this and heard about this, but we get to come in and actually see families that are about to begin this empowerment process. But you've already seen families go through this process. <laughs> Tell me, I think there's a story about a family that you have seen previously to entering the process. And then you've seen them again after they have been um, gone through Help One Now's pro pro program. The last time I traveled to Ethiopia with Help One Now was two summers ago, so almost on the dot. And we worked specifically with a community called Gunchiri, um, ter terribly, terribly impoverished. And um, what Help One Now did then, as now on our trip as well, um, they identified um, families in the community who were, <laughs> you guys, so fragile, like mm. not a little bit fragile. Um, primarily the, the laundry list looked like, uh, widowed, single mom, HIV positive, no local family, um, children not in school, literally on the brink of starvation. Um, they had almost every one of those. And so we're, we're not, um, we're not talking about people who had a safety net. Mm -hmm. Anyway, under them, no, no extended family, no source of income, uh, no spouse, um, no health care and no education. And so um, the identification process is a big key part of it. And so there's this identification process we've going to going to go through. And then this is just real exciting, y'all. I mean, what what we're hoping to fund with our readers and our listeners and our tribes is a year long empowerment process. So for one family, um, whatever that looks like, and it, there's not one story here, there's a lot of variables, but more or less, I can promise you that they're very, very fragile and there is nobody else coming in. A thousand dollars runs a family through this empowerment um, process for one year. And it includes lots of things that are so smart. Like it's not a um, cookie cutter program. Um, our leaders, who, by the way, are all Ethiopian. They're all indigenous. They're all local. They are so smart. They're too. so gifted. They, they're smarter than all of us put together. And so they're very invested in their country and in their people. So all of our leaders come alongside of them and they identify natural gifts, natural abilities. What do you have? Um, what, what, do you, what are you already good at that we can capitalize on? So their job training is incredibly specific um, to each adult. Um, and then it includes, it's not just money. It's things like, um, cows, which seems so like whatever, but, um, having one cow is the difference between sustainability and poverty right? Absolutely. and chickens, yeah. um, getting their kids paid through and put through school. And, um, we did this in Kanchiri too. And I am telling you, you got, and we, you, it's like, Unless you just knew for sure, you would not be sure you were speaking to the same person a year later. It's crazy. The yeah. same mom with just who was so afraid and lost and hungry and on the edge of disruption, destruction, starvation. And then to be because it's not just a hand out. It really mm -hmm. isn't. It's um it is full empowerment. Mm -hmm. So this is not something the funding doesn't go on forever because at the end of it, they're ready. They're on their own yeah. two feet. You know, they are, and it, it has this ripple effect through the community mm -hmm. that is a fabulous side effect. Um, anyhow, it's really good work. It's really, really good work. It's the, It doesn't create dependency. No one's going to be waiting for us to come back two years later and do it again. Right. Yeah. Right. It is a one-year process that changes lives, and it keeps families together. It empowers vulnerable adults who then empower their vulnerable children. And I am telling you guys, they thrive, mm. absolutely thrive. It breaks the cycle of poverty in a way I've never seen anything else do. I I love that whole model. I, I'm so excited about seeing like just the beginning stages and just like hopefully we'd get to go back and see it again. But I'm so excited about giving – just being a voice, the, the those of us on this trip to our readers and listeners and saying, hey, um, you trust us already. And mm -hmm. so here's what we're seeing and here's what this looks like. And then asking them to kind of come alongside and partner 
you know, along with that mission. And the thing is, for a thousand, it's it's a thousand dollars per family, right, Jen? That's right, for one year. For one year, and our goal. Can I say our goal? I think I can. Absolutely. Aren't we looking to get three hundred people through that process? Well, I think what More. our goal is yes, exactly. 300 families and in a community the size of Guncheri, what you have to understand is that doesn't only just change families. It changes a whole community. Mm. Uh, when you come alongside of literally 300 of the most vulnerable families in a small community and they become empowered and they are now contributing to the economy of their, of their town and they are, um, their children are back in school and it, it really changes the face of the whole community. Interestingly, one thing we learned in Gunchiri, uh, where we saw such success is that as we empowered some of our vulnerable recipients, um, to take their HIV meds because okay. um, HIV is still in rural Ethiopia, such a stigma, like mm. such a social stigma. We empower them to take their meds. And of course, you know, the medicine now is, it's, it's amazing. It actually yeah. makes HIV go dormant. Right. Um, and, and it's undetectable. A lot of their neighbors who were not in our program, it, it eliminated the stigma mm. of going to the local nurse in the community and taking your meds. And so a lot of their neighbors begin taking HIV meds too, because that, that taboo was receding. And so it's actually made the rest of the community healthier as well, just in that one way. So it's, I'm, my point is the ripple effect almost can't even be predicted Right? Um, how much health it begins to roll out. Mm -hmm. um, to their neighbors and to their community. So, um, there's really just no end of it. And it's just really exciting to be on this end of it and get to use our influence and our spaces, um, to really honestly change lives. Well, and so I think cool. the, the great thing for, you know, Rachel and I, who've never been there and is that we get to actually experience this for the first time, as well as when we're telling our people about it for the first time as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rachel, what are you like, what is most exciting about this trip? And what is the thing that you're looking forward to the most about this whole um, journey that we're going on? Yeah. Um, okay. So, so probably the, the first thing for me that feels really, um, I sound so like over the top, but really ordained is um, we started our adoption process four and a half years ago in Ethiopia mm. um, and went through, you know, two and a half years there on a list waiting for a match when um, the adoption process just imploded and we weren't able to, um, you know, they told us like, oh, it, it looks like it's slowed to a crawl. We're not going to be able to match people for six months or it's slowed to a crawl and we're not going to be able to match people for um, uh, six more months. And we kept waiting, thinking um, maybe, no, we feel like we're supposed to be here and, and maybe it's going to happen. Um, and then it didn't, and we decided to go domestic. Um, so when you asked, Jen, when you sent the email, it felt like closure for me mm. um, because I had imagined 100,000 times going to Ethiopia and mm. getting our daughter. Um, so to do this when we're in the middle of going through that process here domestically feels really special. Um, mm. And uh, there's also something so awesome about the idea of you know, domestic or adoptions with the U.S. are not happening right now, but mm -hmm. there, there is such a need. There are so many orphans in Ethiopia and the idea that Help One um, focuses on finding placement for those orphans domestically with other yeah. Ethiopian families is really powerful for me. So mm -hmm. that feels so special. Um, the other thing you know, I jokingly said this, not really joking at all. Um, Jen Hatmaker could ask me to go to, you know, Arizona with her <laughs> hang out behind the dumpster at a Walmart and I would do it. Um, so I am just so tickled to get to go anywhere with you guys, like rafting trip or um, I actually don't ever want to go on a raft. Just that just sort of that part of it to, to get to do something so special and unique with two women I admire so much. And there are so many other people that I've already met, you know, with, with help one and our, you know, token guy, which we also need to speak to. I know we haven't. Yeah. 
Yes, but I am, I'm super excited to just experience it with you guys. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that about your story. That tickles uh, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels, that feels pretty special. It's like, you do it's have like a guy. full circle. We do have a guy coming with yes. us. Yes, we, we do. Have a couple of guys. One of them I'm married to. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the Help One Now team. And they're phenomenal. Like, yes. just phenomenal people and fun. But we are bringing along a boy. In fact, when we were on a group um, email, I think I referred to us. What did I call us? Like JD, JD and, the and the girls. JD and the girls. Yes. With a Z, just so we're That's clear. A Z, JD and the girls. Um, we're bringing JD Scott, and um, your listeners will probably know him as one of the three Scott brothers who are on HGTV. So the twins, you know, have all the shows, Property Brothers, and I don't know. They have a monopoly. I, there are so <laughs> many shows. I don't know what they all are, yeah. but they have a lot. And JD is their brother who is so great. So smart, so funny. We're like, we're gonna, we are gonna do like really good work together, you guys, but we're also gonna laugh a yeah. lot on this yeah. trip, have a really good time. And so, JD and the girls um, are off, and we all have really interesting and unique spaces, even from each other, mm-hmm. which Absolutely. I love. Yeah. Like, bring a lot of new people to the table and tell them the Help One Now story, tell them the um, the story of the people in Waleta and mm-hmm. the Ethiopian story. It's just going to be awesome, you guys. I am, I am be, I'm outside of my mind about it, honestly. Well, <laughs> I'm the, I've, I'm, Super excited about experience in Ethiopia because it's been, you know, on my list for a while. And so that's super exciting. Um, the coffee, I'm excited about that. Ooh, yes. Oh, gosh. Good oh, my call. gosh. Yeah, because I've heard. I've heard it's like, I've heard it's different, but amazing. Amazing. You'll just actually like. And the good thing about like all of our Ethiopian partners, um, you know, that live there and they're in charge of us. Like they're leading and wait till you meet a shallow. Oh, everybody. I just can't even with them. But um it's such a value, the coffee. They'll be like, you know what? We just cannot work anymore. We just need to have a coffee break. Uh, and so. That's my kind of work day. Part of the day. Yeah. And so. Did either one of your kids drink coffee when they came home? Because I know that Shamelis did. Noelle's. Yep. They And they still do. They and still I'm, do. Yeah. Sorry about it. But they're Ethiopian. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. what they do. It's what they do. It's what they do. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the stories. I'm excited about sharing this with people. Um, but I also am really excited about something else. And that is just like what a privilege it is that we ha- live lives and have jobs where we get to go advocate on behalf mm-hmm. of people around the world. Like I know not one of us takes that lightly and not one of us thinks doesn't re- think about that every day that we have been truly, truly, truly um, blessed to have jobs that let us do mm-hmm. stuff like this. I mean, whoever thought. Um, but you know, like my, I was just telling someone maybe yes, I don't know where I was just telling someone yesterday, I was talking about, I want to raise my kids with a bigger worldview than I had growing up and that I never even knew about anything existed outside of uh, Texas, you know, the country of Texas that we live in. Um, I never knew anything existed outside of that until I was in my early twenties. And so it's always such great joy for me to get to share these stories, um, and hope that there's someone listening, someone reading, someone following on Instagram that goes, okay, wait, I can actually be a part of this mm-hmm. from like the comfort of my home. Not, not to make anyone feel guilty, but you can change the world. Absolutely. I mean, you can be a part of change and not even be on the trip with us. And I think that's what's so exciting to be able to share with people is that you can be a part of this. And that's what I want people to hear from everything that we do. So people can follow us. Mm-hmm. We have a hashtag. We do. You love mm-hmm. hashtags, Rachel. I do because it helps people to organize you know, like you hit that hashtag, just in case anyone doesn't know, because I get this question a lot from some of our older fans. If you hit that hashtag, you're going to see all, all the photos, everything from that trip, so you can organize it together. I like a hashtag. And, you know, Same. I do my Twitter on my computer on TweetDeck. Mm-hmm, me too. There's probably oh, yeah. You do? Okay. And then I can have a little a little column. Oh, like a feed. Yep. Yeah. It just has everything from that hashtag. Do we, yeah. we know the hashtag, yeah, right? I got it. It's oh, love, you got it. Oh, I was like, oh, I got I it. Love, hope, Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Love, hope, Ethiopia. That's the hashtag. And you can follow all of us on our Instagram. Rachel, what's your Instagram? Miss MS Rachel Hollis. And Jen Hatmaker at Jen. Yep. That's Jen just Hatmaker. it. 
And I'm Jamie Ivey, and we'll put all these in the show notes. But really, we just want to invite you to follow us and just kind of come along this journey with us, um, hear the stories that we're going to share, um, and feel like you're a part of it. And we're, we're really kind of asking for just these one-time donations. Literally, throughout the trip, we're going to ask you just a one-time donation. There's going to be different incentives for when you donate. Um you know what I want to see, y'all? I know that we're going to be asking for a lot of, like, just regular old $25 donations. But I think there's going to be a handful of people who are listening or reading that can just sponsor a family. I Absolutely. I Absolutely. I love this. I really, really love the way that we're doing this trip. This is exciting to me because what we typically have done thus far with Help One Now, because it's, it provides such sustainable income stream for the uh-huh. for their work internationally and domestically, but um, is child sponsorship, which uh-huh. is great. But, um, you know, that's a long-term commitment. So this go around, we're not looking for sponsor. It's not a recurring. We're looking for one-timers. One-time, so, yeah. You know what? If you are 19 years old and you are a college sophomore and you're like, I have $10, bring it. One yeah. time. There you go. And so helpful. Add that stuff one after another yep. and it'll build a whole pile of cash. Yeah. But there's going to be some families that are like, you know what? We're just in a space right now. We can fund one whole family, $1,000, one year, start to finish to, yep. to exit that program, that family out of the program changed. And so, or maybe... Maybe an extended family, me, my mom and dad, my sister and her family, and my nephew. We're going to come together and say, our family tribe together is going to sponsor one family. We're going to go $1,000 yes. in together. Yes. Um, or I'm going to have $25 to give. It's all good. Like, all of it counts. Every penny matters. And so I feel excited to see how this works. This is a new way um, that I've never been a part of on a, on a trip like this before. So I'm excited because I feel like no matter who you are, no matter where you're at, what your stage of life is, you can be a part of this. Absolutely. Um, any degree that you want to be, that you can be, um, that you're able to be. And so we've got a big goal. It's a pretty big goal. It is. Yeah. I feel like we can do it. I, I really do. do. I feel like we can do it. I am optimistic. Every time I talk to Chris Marlowe about this right now, and he is trying to like soothe it. He's like, you know, it's our, it's our goal and we'll just do the best that we can. And, and maybe it'll just have a long tail. I'm like, I don't want to hear this kind of talk. We are going to raise it. Okay. Yep. So don't be giving me the long tail. We are, we're going to raise the money. Our people are going to show up and come through. One other thing that I want to tell all your listeners is that sometimes when one of their authors or um, teachers that they like is going on a trip like this, it kind of feels sad, right? Like, oh, I don't really want to follow your trip to Ethiopia because that feels like sad people and sad lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you're tempted to kind of like bow out of the correspondence or not follow along. Anyway, what we really want you to know is that this is not just some one big long sob story. Like it's so, there's so many funny things and beautiful things and vibrant things and amazing people. And it's really just amazing to follow the story. And so don't bow out of our correspondence because you think, ah, I can't deal with this, all this sadness. Um, Cause you're really going to feel proud. You're going to feel proud of the um, Ethiopians. You're going to feel a lot of hope and a lot of excitement and so don't even worry about it. Plus we're, we're a mess. All of us, we're goofy and silly. <laughs> so we're, we're even trying to be serious. We struggle. We just so, we can't. It's hard. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know JD at all. So I'm excited about how this little dynamic is going to work as well. It's going to be fun with like the three of us, crazy women. And then JD well, and, it and also there's feels, other guys too, but yeah. How, how big is the group? Like all told how many people? That's a great question. I think we're probably, I'm not honestly sure. Um, I bet there's probably going to be around eight to 10 of us. That's what I was okay. going to say. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a lot. It feels of a little bit like summer camp. Am I the only one? Like, yeah. going away. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you go away to summer camp and all of a sudden you're super bonded with the people you were there with because yes. you were in this moment together. Oh yeah, for sure. That is actually the truest thing ever. Like we'll always have this trip and it'll, it'll have its own language and it'll have its own set of memories and it'll have its own inside jokes. And, mm-hmm. um, and just forever you love that people group together and you love each other. So, I mean, everything about it is pretty much awesome. And, and I, I think it's worth saying when we're talking about people staying engaged in this process along with us, if you and Jamie were going on this trip, I would be looking at those photos feeling so sad that I couldn't do something like that with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the way to live vicariously 
through social media, you are another person on that trip with us. You are seeing what we're seeing and learning what we're learning, both the good and the bad. There will be some hard things to see, but that is what life looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, There is going to be hard stuff. There's also going to be hilarious things and beautiful things. And don't miss out on those awesome um, kernels of beauty because you're afraid to look at the hard. Absolutely. And let let it be said practically. There is the, the entire initiative belongs to our listeners and our readers. Yes. If if they're not with us, if they're not saying, you know what, I'm buying in here. I'm, I'm in, I'm joining this tribe. I'm going to, I'm chipping into the pile here. Then there's not, there's no story to tell. Like there is no empowerment. There is no year long program. Mm -hmm. There is none of it. There's nothing. And so you're more than just a a bystander. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not just a watcher. You are absolutely the bread and butter of this deal. Mm, So and we're excited to engage you because we need you. We absolutely need you. Yeah. And I know you guys, Jen, you feel this about your readers and Rachel, your sheet girls. And I just am like, when I think about the people listening to happy hour, I want to be like Ethiopian all up on you. Like I want to kiss every one of you (laughs) and just, you know, I'm so thankful that you love the show and that you listen. And so for me, it's like me saying, Hey, um, trust me, come with me into this and let's do this together. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, um, okay. So excited guys. So excited. Okay. So I'm going to throw out a couple things for people to follow. And then I want to ask you the regular happy hour questions. First of all, the webpage where you can find out all kinds of information about this is helponenow.org slash love hope. So helponenow.org slash love hope. There's going to be all information there about donating, about the people on the trip, all kinds of stuff. Don't forget our hashtag love hope Ethiopia. And then we already said how you can follow us. And if you forget all this stuff, it's on the show notes, jamieivy.com. So there's that. Okay, girls, I need to know what you're reading and Mm. I'll tell you what I just read. And if you have anything you're loving, let me Mm. know that as well. Mm. What you got, Rachel? Um, well, I am by the end of this week, will be done with my latest manuscript, which I have been writing for five years. This is like every, every author has like the book of their heart. This is the book of my heart and I will be done by Friday. Um, so I, I think I told you guys this before. I don't read while I'm this uh-huh. intense into writing. So I actually can't report on reading anything. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually, um, I went a few weeks ago yeah. um, to a class taught by Elizabeth Gilbert, which mm-hmm. uh, if you ever get the chance, it pawns something you own to be able to buy a ticket to go hear her mm-hmm. speak. Um, it was her and Rob Bell and they were speaking on creativity and it was one of the most amazing days. I'm not being overdramatic. Um, but one of the things that she said was something that an older writer had said to her when she was younger, which was, what are you willing to give up to have the life you keep pretending you want? Mm. Um, so she was saying like, Oh, I want to finish this book. I really want to finish this book. And the woman was like, great. Um, how much TV do you watch? What Uh movies have you seen recently? What magazines do you have subscriptions to? If this is truly your dream, if you really want this thing, you will give up everything that's non-essential in order to achieve it. Um, so my promise to myself was um, no more consuming of media until I had finished. So this wow. Friday. Oh, okay. Nice. That was, a long, that was a long answer, but that's my answer. I love it. I love it. Um, I'll tell you what I just finished reading. Um, I, I like fiction in the summer. Mm-hmm, me too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just finished. Oh, Jen, I told you this. You've already read it. Where'd you go, Bernadette? No, oh, it's charming. It's so good. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It, it, yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect. I had, I had zero concept of the book, yeah. and it just pulled me in from the very beginning, and I loved it. It's a great beach read. Totally. It's exactly. The characters are endearing. Um, it's just so adorable. It's a perfect summer book. Loved it. I, I just read... Um, Sarah Bessie actually rec- not only recommended this book, but went ahead and bought it for me because she was, I guess, afraid I would not obey her. <laughs> um, and it it's Leanne, uh, Leanne Moriarty and it's Big Little Lies. Oh, love it. Did you read it? Yes. Talk about this already. I really liked it. Like, I am always drawn to any book that has really interesting and complicated characters. That's my favorite thing. I, I like nuance and I like to kind of like a character one page and hate him the next. And mm-hmm. anyway, this book, but it's also summary. It's kind of funny and kind of dark. And, um, anyway, great. She, she's, a, that's just an amazing writer, but, 
Um, I just read that and I'm prepared. You know what I just reread? Well, wait, wait, before you go on, can I tell you something about that you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A book comes out or a a movie series. Something comes out about this book next year. Oh, they they franchise it to a movie? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) You know what? It's a great screenplay, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's a really good Mm storyline. That's so smart. Probably, I love smart people. I wish I could write fiction. Right. um, Like you do, Rachel. I don't have the gift, but I love to digest it. Huh. I mean, I feel like if you can write, I mean, you are a beautiful writer. You could write fiction. No, I know. Jen and I talked about this on our vacation. We have this conversation. I don't understand that. I feel like you could just take what you're writing in nonfiction and make it about a fake character and then it would be fiction. Jen, tell her how we said our book would go. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm like, our dialogue, me and Jamie, if we wrote fiction, our dialogue would be like, Hi, thank you for coming over. <laughs> she I said, like, "Thank I like you for having me." Sh- he answered, like, "I like I don't, the blue shirt. I don't know how to do it. I cannot do it. Nobody knows how to do it until they try." There oh you God. go. Just terrible. Just oh. terrible. But I do love fiction. Fiction's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I reread. I just reread last week because it is maybe the dearest book that was ever written. Was Guernsey? You know, Guernsey Literary and Potato oh. Peel Society. I don't know do this. You know? What are you saying to me? You <laughs> I don't know what you're Did talking about. Did you both just say you don't know it? I yeah, don't know it. I don't know it. I cannot right now. Okay. <laughs> Open up your phone right now okay. and go put it into your Goodreads and put it into your Amazon account. Okay. It. Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel. Let's see. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society. Uh, just put those words in. You can't. Okay. only one book that sounds like that. Okay. Um, it is. Oh, you guys. Okay. Well, I cannot wait. Okay. I'm not I got it. You. The Guernsey um, Literary I, and Potato no. Peel Pie Society. It is so charming. It's the kind of book that when you close the last page, you are you miss them so bad. Oh, and I you wish that. the book would go on for a hundred more pages and you are so sad that it's over. It's called a book hangover. It is such a book hangover. And I read that book years ago when it first hit the um the stands and I reread it just last week and I was like, Okay, I remembered why I love this book. It's so precious. Okay. Perfect summer book. It's already in my Goodreads under what to read, so I must have read about it somewhere. Yep. Perfect. And does anyone else ever struggle to spell potato the right way? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How are you spelling it? Are I you adding an e? Yeah. yeah. I always put oh. an e. You want an e at the end? And then I have to go back and take it off. Yeah. I think maybe the British do it like that. Wasn't it President the First or the Second Bush? Yeah. That, yeah. No, it was uh, Al Quayle. I think it was Dan Quayle. Oh, yeah. That's okay. famous thing. Yeah. Well, that he spelled potato wrong. Yeah. Bless it. Bless it. Well, I, I hear that. I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, anyone having one thing they're just loving this summer? Um, I have mine. Um, and I, I, I'm pretty excited to discuss this with you on the trip because I feel like I want to be in a hotel room. There's wine involved. I want to get really into this. Uh-huh. Um, have you guys watched Lemonade and what are your feelings about it? Oh, yeah. It's like. I jaw was on the ground. I can't. So I went to see her in concert, uh, I don't know, a month and a half ago, literally because some girlfriends were like, hey, we're going and we have an extra ticket. And I loved Beyonce in that she makes good cardio music, but uh-huh. I wasn't like a diehard. Okay. I, you drank I can, the Kool-Aid? Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. I cannot. I'm not kidding. Someone needs to start a scholarship fund to send women to see her in concert. Because you leave, you feel more powerful, you feel more in control of your life. She is such an artist. She's at the top of her game. I cannot recommend it enough, but if you can't see her in concert, just go watch Lemonade. Uh Because every song is incredible, and the artistry in that movie is unbelievable. That is all. Isn't she something? She's really peaking right now, too. I really love watching her... She's so smart. Yes. Right. And now, of course, I'm going to add to the, her list of attributes. Incredibly brave. She's going to yes. some hard spaces yep. with a lot of creativity and intelligence. Yep. Yes. And courage. And I like to call her Beyonce. I don't know. Yep. If you <laughs> That's fine. That, I feel but, like she answers to anything. Uh, I like to call her Beyonce. And Remy loves her too. Did you know that Remy last year drew my name for Christmas and gave me a whole Beyonce the, the lotion or something, the lotion, right? The yes. from Walgreens. <laughs> I did so, see that. Just I did to support her empire as well. Yes, of course. Be it her music, her videos, or her her lotion. She is just unapologetically 
fierce. Yeah, she's so fierce. And I feel like so many women are asking permission to be themselves. And Beyonce is just like, here I am. Mm. This is what you're getting. So uh, there's something so powerful. I don't know if she's coming to Texas, guys, but if she makes it there, you should you should absolutely go. It's okay, this is it. good. Y'all notice I've been out of this conversation because I'm so out of what's happening with this whole space of her. So I'm 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 holding my tongue because I'm I'm not in the know. You should it, jump in, Jamie. I'm, it won't yes. take you that long, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching it like I, I it's really moving, um, oh, especially so for a lot of the conversations that we care about and that we're invested in yes. as well, and the communities that we love. And um, she's just really something. I mean. And I like her because she drops the mic and just walks away. Like yes. she doesn't get in some big Twitter fight with some dummy. You know, yeah. she just walks like, yeah. like it, it or is. don't like it. I'm not here to yeah. please you. She Ooh, does her yes. thing. Yes. Okay. It's, I love that you're so loving you, In that. order to watch the movie, Jamie, you have yeah. to buy the whole album. It's $17. I will buy it and send it to you. It's about, <laughs> I don't know. I want to say it's like an hour long. And the movie is just each song on her album a video about it, but they're all totally different. So beautiful. So creative. Like it's, you just have to watch it. You can't even understand. She's an artist. So, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I like two things. Um, one thing is super important and, um, <laughs> really mature. And it is that we have discovered, um, knockoffs to the Yeti, uh-huh. Uh, cups, uh-huh. you know the cups yeah. that yeah. you walk around with and put your drink in it. Yes. So there's a knockoff brand called Arctic, and it's like R T I C. So it's half the price of those ridiculously priced yes. Yes. Yeti mugs. But I'm telling you right now, I can put my water in it next to my bed, and the next morning I still have a solid full cup of ice. It's the best. Arctic. Okay, so it's just it's the cheap version, but it's the same thing. Uh-huh. And it's summer. We need our drinks to be cold. Do you know yes, what I mean? We do. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm gonna offer you that and you're welcome. And then the other thing that I'm loving, and you know what, girls? This actually has relevance. And so I'm this is synergy about to happen right in front of your eyes. <laughs> um, I am loving the app Viber. You know about Viber? No, it's, no. It's a, it's an app that you can use when you're traveling internationally. It's all free. Oh, texting. Like, texting and voice, like, oh. like FaceTiming. And so I've got a daughter right now in Europe. She yes. um, is on a two-week trip with her art history teacher and art history class on a little Europe trip that she has been paying for for a year. Anyway, I'm on Viber with her every day, and it's not going to cost me a $900 bill when she gets yeah. help happy about it. So – Y'all need to download Viber before we go to Ethiopia. All right. Just like that. It is so easy um, to call all your people at home if you so desire. Love it. If we want to keep in contact with them. I I said if. (laughs) 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 Oh, um, okay. Y'all, I'm like, y'all, I have a new puppy. (gasps) I know. What? Yes. How old? Uh, Like two months. Okay. How's that going? Well, we're, we're, you know, a couple days in and it's fabulous. Okay, uh, good. Her, her name is Landry. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And I'm sorry to say this about him in a public setting. Okay. But Aaron was it's being a... really ugly about your oh, puppy okay, and saying yeah. that it's not cute. Yep. And I thought it was cute. I mm-hmm. saw its picture. Yeah. What is your assessment now that it's in real life in your house? It's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my I entire knew. life. <laughs> and Aaron has, so just to give everyone, we were looking at pictures when we were on our supper club vacation of our dog that we were going to get. And Aaron was adamant about this is the ugliest. He was calling her ugly, right? Aww. Yeah, he was mean about her. He was mean. He, it was disparaging. It was. And so Aaron, <laughs> I've heard him with my own ears apologize to this sweet dog several times. Oh, that is okay. hilarious. Okay. We're in love. It's the cutest dog we've ever seen. And um, her name is Landry. It's a Labradoodle. And so now we have Landry and our two cats. Can you oh, talk I, just, about- I just went and found your picture on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. She's adorable. Uh-huh. Can you talk about the cat? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two cats a couple a while ago, a couple months ago or something, because we live out in the country now and I need cats to do their job where they kill yes. rodents and you know right. small things. Well, I was traveling a couple weeks ago, flying home from Sacramento, and Aaron called me and said, I need to tell you something, and I'm not joking, so don't ask. And I would normally never tell you this while you're on the road, but the children are going to need to talk to you about it. And I'm thinking, what the heck? Like, what? He said, "Um, I was leaving today, and I ran over one of the cats. (gasps) Mm. 
Yes. Two oh, children. Man. Two children were in the car with him. They saw oh, no. it. It was awful. It was awful, awful, awful. I mean, to hear him talk about it, he literally said it's the worst thing he's ever done. It's the hardest uh-huh. thing he's ever had to tell our kids. Um, and so they had a ceremony. I can show you the picture. We have a oh. grave site on our property now where Moon rests forever. <laughs> I don't know what happens oh, to her no. body, but you know what I mean. Um, so we lost a cat. Oh, man. I know. I know. But. You know who was here to the rescue? <laughs> the hat makers. The hat makers <laughs> pulled through. Yep. And they gave us their cat. <laughs> oh. Jen, why'd you get rid of your cat? Because I don't want it. Okay. I don't... After all of your, like, kitten, we're so in love with the kitten. Yes. The kittens. If okay. you watched my cat saga, you understand <laughs> that I had a cat adopted us that we did not want. Was on- <laughs> yes. Yes. And. We thus proceeded to give it a birthing suite, nurse yes. it through young motherhood. Yes. We, we, we found good, loving homes for the babies. We got, I spent $500 on this cat. Do you hear what I'm saying right now? You guys, it did give you some really good Facebook posts. It was though. some material. Yes. I'll give you that. But there was this moment a couple of weeks ago when my cat had basically like mastitis and I am grinding up its steroid pills. To put in its tuna. And oh, I don't know what, no. what am I doing? What no, is what's happened? happened my life? Who am I? I don't know myself. <laughs> um, and so we nursed that cat back to health. We saw it through a pregnancy. We have had her fixed. And then Jamie's like, Aaron actually squashed our cat. And I'm like, I have one for you. <laughs> and so Brandon literally drove our cat to her house yesterday. Yeah. And Aaron just sent me a picture. Did you see it, Jamie? No. <laughs> Our cat learning to get along with your puppy. Oh, yes. Yes. So anyway, it's all worked out. So Joby is here now. Joby. Joby has a new home. And Jen, I I kid you not, every time I open the door, that cat is right there. (laughs) Like It's like the cat that is just everywhere you look, there it is. Oh, gosh. So we now have Violet, one of the original cats. Joby, Joby Hatmaker slash Ivy. Uh, And now we have Landry. So we're just, we're becoming just an animal. Yeah. Uh I like it. Yeah. So thanks for the cat, Jen. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking it. Oh, my gosh. Um, I asked. Um, it was actually Gavin that brought it. And I said, Gavin, are you sad? Are you going to miss the cat? And he said, you might miss the cat a little bit. Is he wrong? You know what? Everybody thinks they know me. <laughs> you don't know my life. All right? I did right by the cat because I'm a good person. Because I'm. A- That's right. Oh. But you're done with that cat. Yeah. But it's time. It's time for the cat to go run on your awesome property and have some friends. Hey, and the day that cat brings a snake up to my porch, I will praise her and tell her she's welcome to stay forever. I'm telling you she will. Did I tell you that she drug a dead squirrel into Gavin's room? Oh, gosh. She's here for you. Oh, uh, Maybe that's why she's always at the door. She thinks she's going to come in. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, ladies, it's always fun to chat with you. Always fun. Yes. Thanks for it's coming on the happy hour. It's going to be even funner to go to Africa with you guys. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah where, where, where do we all meet up? Oh, good question. I'm wondering about this myself. People are in charge of us. Don't even worry. Yeah. People just get will on tell the us where to go. I'm just going to get <laughs> okay. on the plane. That's right. That's right. Um, okay. Thanks for coming on the happy hour, guys. I've given you the links. I've given you the hashtags. We are going, we are honored and thrilled that you would walk along the side this road with us this week. And so our commitment to you listeners is that we're going to bring you the truth and we're going to tell you amazing stories um, and we're going to invite you to be a part of it with us. So happy hour listeners. Thanks for joining us with this. Um, Rachel, Jen, I will see you tomorrow in Ethiopia. See you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Okay, guys. I seriously love having these ladies on my show, and I know that you do as well. And I told my cat story today. I've been wondering if I would talk about the poor cat that we lost, Um, but it's okay. It's been a good learning curve for our family. Um, But you know what, guys? We talked a lot about what's happened on with our trip in Ethiopia. We threw a lot of information for you. But I want you to know that I'm going to have every link that you might possibly need to know over at my webpage, jamieivy.com. From there, you're going to find about how to follow along, Instagram for all of us to follow, ways that you can donate, ways that you can be a part of this trip. Everything is going to be there. Guys, we would be honored and thrilled if you would follow us on this trip. And we promise a few things. We promise to be truthful in our storytelling for you. Um, And we promise to to present um, a need and how you can help. And we're very hopeful that you can find a way to get involved in this mission the same way that we are. And let me tell you this. We are 100% serious when we say that even a $25 gift will go a long way. So rally your friends. Give them this episode and let them listen to it. And then ask them to follow us along on our trip. 
Today's show is edited by Knox McCoy, and the music is from Jason Poe. My guest next week is my friend Melissa Russell, and she works with IJM, which if you have not heard of IJM and the amazing work that they do, you're going to be in for a great treat. Basically, I get to talk about two amazing organizations doing amazing work in this world um, on this show, and that brings me such great joy. So guys, thanks for listening today. I hope that you can follow along with our Help One Now trip, and then I'll see you next week as I talk to Melissa from IJM. Enjoy your week, share the show with a girlfriend, and have a happy hour with a friend.